Hi guys, no, no, don't get scared. I know I'm very close to the screen, but I just want to quickly ask you guys to subscribe to the channel, or if you're listening to it from Spotify or Apple Podcasts or something, just hit the follow button and leave us a rating, share it, like it, and drop a comment, and that would really, really, really mean a lot to us. So now guys, we are back with the episode and I am pretty sure that most of you all would be like this, like very dull. So I just wanted to tell you, you are not called to be dull, you are called to be like Christ. So now, was Christ dull? No. Was Christ like you? Not at all. Was Christ lazy like me? Never. Who was Christ? Well then, that is precisely what we are going to talk in this episode. Now just don't get confused with the title given for the video and the topic that I just told you. It is because they are not two irrelevant topics but the same topic or the same coin but it just has two different sides. So now, before we get in the episode, let us start a prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And do not let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Lord, as we are about to listen and watch to this short uh, episode. Bless our listeners that they may find something to apply in their lives and bless me as you guide me to unfold this thought in front of them. We make this prayer to Christ your Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So guys, back, we are back, we are back. Of course, I know that we haven't left yet, so then if you're still there and if you haven't subscribed, your final reminder to subscribe because there's going to be a giveaway really, really, really soon. Yes, and that is only for subscribers. So then, what brings us to this episode? So the person who brings us to this episode, as always, is obviously Christ. And then we have a second person also brings us to this episode. He is Christ-like. So now who is this and who is that? So this obviously is Christ and is very clear and I have no need to give you an explanation because that wouldn't even suffice. And then who is this person? Now this person is not this person but it is Saint John Mary Pian. So then what's so special about him that Faith as it is is doing a separate episode for him. Well then, it is not a big deal. He was a simple man from a humble background. He was a simple priest who didn't even fare well in his academics. But then he did something that is so simple yet which made him so great, which is exactly what Christ told. The list will become the greatest and that one relevant example for us is Saint Vianney. So then, who exactly is? Well, Saint Vianney was a humble lad who was born in France on May 8, 
1786. Fast forwarding to the date of his death, it was August 4th, 1859. Well, then, meanwhile, there was a whole lot of stuff going on. So he struggled so hard. He didn't, didn't have the chance to get a proper education due to various factors. It's not just his poverty, but also with the beginning because of the French Revolution during his time and a lot of other factors that which played a role which you know curtailed his opportunity to have a formal education and then he somehow you know when there is god's call when there is god's plan when you have passion for that call somehow you know god makes it into reality so fast forwarding his ordination with a lot of struggles he was ordained the priest even though he didn't have uh, a lot of formal education even with regarding to the classical subjects but then uh, now usually what happens is once a person becomes a priest many think that all the problems like especially all the stress will be gone but then guess what happened in the case of Sintian problems followed him he was a man who took everything responsibly Everywhere he went, problems followed him. It is not that he was unlucky, but he was chosen by God to solve those problems. So he was appointed the parish priest of the town in France called Pars. That city and the world which we live today has a lot of relevance, and that is exactly why I do this video. So what happened during the time of Sibiana, like 300 years ago, is exactly happening today. But back then that wasn't common, but today it is common. Back then that wasn't popular, today it is popular. Back then that wasn't legalized, of course, it was illegal, but then today it is like fully legal. And guess what I'm talking about? Exactly, all the immoralities. So what did Saint Vianney do? You know, what happened to the morality there? Well, first things first, Catholicism in France that they, even though most of, some of you might even know that France is called the eldest daughter of the church. Like that is a whole huge history, but I'm not going to go into that. But then despite France being the eldest daughter of the church, France during the time of the end, Catholicism was just normal. It was so mediocre. Catholicism and the traditional values were all so depleting that in this town of art there was like zero faith. Literally zero faith, zero morality, zero responsibility, zero accountability, everything that is good, zero. And on the other hand, all the bad stuff, all the vices, it just went on increasing. And did you think that people respected Saint Vianney when he went there? No, he didn't. They didn't. They didn't. Saint Vianney was made fun of. He didn't know much of Latin, so no one cared when he preached so much. But then he resigned to prayer. He prayed in front of the Blessed Sacrament, kneeling and weeping, shedding tears for the flock that was in person. He then started to sit in the confession. And the amount of time that he spent in the chapel, it was so, you know, uh, 
astounding, it was so surprising. The people were so marveled that they haven't seen a priest like him in decades. And then they started to realize that this man has a message with his life. And then they started to come to him for confession. Long story short, he spent like 10 to 13 hours in confessional every winter. And guess what? In summers, he spent 15 to 18 hours. That's literally like 70 to 80 percent of your entire day. And guess what? Confessional, sitting in the confessional is not what you think, it's not what I think. Sitting in the confessional is not just sitting on a chair, putting on a stone, and just blessing and absolving the people. No, it's not. It is giving undivided attention to the repentant because that consumes a lot of energy. I'll just give you a very practical example for those who are studying and those who are, you know, uh, doing their jobs and stuff. You just can't focus for more than 40 minutes, you know, with undivided attention. Be it a meeting, be it a lecture, be it a conference or whatever it is. Even some articles, some bloggers go to an extent to say that like 20 to 25 minutes is the maximum time where in which our human minds can be focused on something with undivided attention. But then that case, I think Saint Gianni did a tremendous job. It's not just one day, it's not a feat of one day. His entire life was like that. His entire life he spent most of his time with confessional, except for supper, except for sleep, except for pastoral work where he had to go and administer sacraments like anointing of the sick, etc. But then, what exactly is this video for? Well, to be honest, this video is for you guys to pray for your peace. But is it just that? No, it's not just that. Then what exactly? See, people have lost their hopes with regarding to the lifestyle that people were living in the city of Tours in France, city of Ars in France. They were in despair. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to go ahead with the faith. They didn't know how the church should you know, go ahead, but then Saint Vianney didn't despair, he didn't panic, he hoped, he waited, he prayed, and God did his work. And that is exactly what we are supposed to do today. What exactly happened in Tior? What exactly happened in Amos is exactly happening here today. The same immorality, the same, you know, infidelity, all the vices that took place including sexuality. It is just mind-boggling to know that there are people who just call others homophobes for not being open to their thing. Then what exactly is this video for? This video is not because uh, I have a lot of time, not because to waste time, but then this video is to call you to not despair not you know, give up praying for the sinners, not give up praying for the priests, not give up praying for the world. This video is a call to all of you to firstly to pray for your peace because they will be facing a lot of temptations when dealing with these challenges and then secondly this video is a call for all of us personally to not get despair but then pray for all the immoralities in the world 
Pray that people will get changed, people will get their hearts cleansed, people will get to know what true love is and how their God-sized void is going to fill them. And every single thing depends on the prayer of you and me. I think this brings to my mind the story of Sodom and Gomorrah. Sodom and Gomorrah, what exactly happened there? There was this same sexual immorality that was impure, that was in What happened in Sodom and Gomorrah? There was this same immorality that we just found in ours, that we just find today. But the reason why ours was saved is because of one man who was prayerful, Saint Vianney. And the reason why Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed because there was not even one prayerful soul. And I think by now we could draw a conclusion what I am trying to convey. If we need a world to be saved, if we need a world to be sane, if we need a world to fall back to the right track instead of getting deviated into various kinds of stuff called manifestations, sexual immorality, atheism, like denying God, a lot of stuff. It can be only possible not because of the intervention of God all of a sudden. God will not intervene unless we, his children, ask him to. We see this parallel in the entire Bible, we see, especially in the book of Judges. We see people plead and then God intervenes and appoints a judge, repeats the same thing. They go away and then people plead and then God appoints a judge to take care of them. And again, history repeats. It's not just that God, you know, it's not that God doesn't care for us, but then God wants us to realize that we are responsible for our happiness as well. So I think in this video, it's very clear that what happened during the time of Sajjana is already happening today, like even maybe like thousand times more. But then I think there is hope even just like that. I think what happened during the time of Sajjana and what happens today, there could be an increase like thousand or ten thousand times, but then there's no need of getting despair. Because the hope is also just like that. In the city of ours, there was only one soul called Diani praying for them, for their conversion. But now we know that the immorality has increased by ten thousand times. But I leave you and I end this episode with a question. Have not the souls who pray, have not the souls who believe in God, have not the souls who trust in God, have not the souls who love in God increased? It is up to us and let us do the needful for our brother who have gone astray and selflessly sacrifice the time just like Cynthia had done. Amen. And this I conclude by saying a short prayer to Sindhiyami. Oh dearest Sindhiyami, we intercede for your help. We ask your strength for our priests. Bless them, especially those who are in pastoral ministry, those who are interested in parishes, 
those who are interested in a lot of responsibilities. Lord, they carry enormous weight on their back. Grant them the strength through the intercession of the army. Just like how he was persevering despite the cold, despite his sickness, despite the temptation, despite the suffering. Just do the same with our priests. Bless also each of us and empower us to pray and be responsible for the other. Help us realize that each one of us is responsible for the salvation of each one of us. Christianity is not a journey alone. It is a journey with the other. And as we see that the other is going astray, as we see that the other in the world is becoming immoral, help us, Lord, to pray for them. And even more, help us stand firm in our morality, help us stand firm in our integrity, help us stand firm in our holiness. For because if you are not a foundation, we would also have been with them, one among them. We make these prayers to Christ the Lord. Amen. So guys, thank you for watching this video. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your, in case if you're listening to this audio, thank you, thank you for your undivided attention. So yeah, God bless and pray for your prayers. If you're having the contact, drop them a message, drop them a text, which wish them happy feast and assure them your prayers. God bless. Don't forget to subscribe. Bye-bye.